0: All right. Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And the show is for anyone that has a super strong passion in health. And as we talk further in health and the world changes so fast with different technologies, uh, different concepts that can affect health, we like to explore those concepts. And one of those uh, topics of late have been nfts and what's an nft and how it could apply to health and things like that but most important thing is my guest my guest is john kraski and hopefully i'm pronouncing it right correct me or throw something at me john if i if i butchered it but um you are you are an nft thought leader right and uh but most importantly it's just great to jam out with you here and meet you and uh maybe you can tell us about your your origin story and if uh if i uh was one degree off from pronouncing your last name No, you got it right, Anthony. Thank you very much. It's, it's, it
1: gets, if you actually Google my name, John Krasinski pops up. So, uh, <laughs> which is interesting. So, I don't know how he feels about that, but uh, yeah, no, but thank you for having me. So, yeah. Yeah, my origin story is super interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. So, I, I grew up in Seattle. I started my career in Public County. I worked for KPMG and Price Waterhouse. Um, then I worked for JP Morgan. Then then I decided to get my MBA in entertainment at the University of Southern California. And I ended up working for Disney, Spanish Communications Company, worked for Aaron Kaplan, who's a very well-known TV producer. I think he's got like 10 or 12 shows on the air right now. And all of a sudden, then I took this like crazy detour and I became an executive in the luxury interior design space. I worked for Michael Smith, who was the interior designer for President Obama, worked actually on the renovation of the White House during my time there. Then I worked for another famous interior designer in New York. And then all of a sudden it's like 10 years, I'm in the space and I, I was like CFO, CEO in space. And, and it was fun and it was great, but it just was like, this is not why I spent $150,000 on my MBA at USC. Yeah. So fast forward, it's like 2019, pandemic's like starting to happen, you know, end of 2019, the world's shutting down. And I'd already started thinking about it. I was like, man, I really need to get back to why, like why I went to USC. So I started, started looking at like all different types of companies back in entertainment. I literally applied to probably a thousand jobs, had a hundred interviews, got rejected by 99. And then all of a sudden I got this opportunity with NFT Genius, which is this Mark Cuban, Ashton Kutcher, venture backed NFT entertainment studio. And I, it was it was amazing. It was like it was so crazy. All these other interviews that were like I was stressed out and just unsuccessful and kept flailing and fumbling around. This was just so fluid. I just had two interviews. One one with the uh, the chief customer officer of the company, and then the other with the CEO. Half hour, easy. It it, it all came together in a matter of like days. It was crazy, just how seamless it was, mm-hmm. and. It was literally my dream job it was the job i wanted 15 years ago it just took me 15 years to get there but i never gave up i i you know a lot of people probably would have just been, hey you know you got a nice job in luxury interior design it's a good job pays the bills and and i, I could have probably just rode to the sunset but I, I just i knew i wanted more i knew i wasn't maximizing my my my, my superpowers so i i I, I I just I feel so fortunate to have this this job. I mean, speaking of health, like that that's more important to have a job that really speaks to your superpowers and where it doesn't feel like work. And I I feel so blessed in my job every day. And it's crazy. I, I'm proof to never give up. It took me twenty plus years to find my dream job, but I haven't now. It, it literally took me that long. But then it's extended into all other areas of my life. It just it affects your personal life. It just it it, it really it just, like just. It's, it's important to just never give up on your dreams because I think once you, uh, your, your dreams die, you die. So yeah. like, like, to me, that's the magic of the NFTs for me. And uh, beyond that too, just you know, the NFTs, the, the coolest thing about it that resonated with me is that NFTs give creators really the, 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 the opportunity now to properly monetize their creative work and their assets. Because really, at the end of the day, money is air. It's fuel. It's how you create amazing stuff it's just crazy the way entertainment is especially music i would say that 99 percent of the the music i listen to those artists probably get one percent of the revenue right and it's just it's stupid it's like i i and i i consume music all the time and i, I pay like ten dollars a month which is even more stupid where you what do you spend on cable and movies and all that other stuff right and it's just like it, the model is broken so nfts hopefully if applied correctly Will give these artists not only in music but in other areas, you know, TV, film, art, whatever it may be, the opportunity to really monetize their their creative work in in the, in the proper way because it's just, it's it's not fair honestly and it's it's all this music I'm listening to all the time. Really? I'm paying only $10 uh, a month and probably the $10 is like $9 is probably going to artists that I don't even listen to that top 1%, you know, little Nas or whoever, whoever these artists that
0: I I hear about, but I never listen to their songs, you know? So that's, that's what's exciting about NFTs to me. Yeah, no, I I love it, John. I love it. I I love to unpack that further, you know, in terms of your passions, like, you know, in this artistry space, obviously we're really talking, we just jumped into kind of a utility case. There's so many like NFT collections, everything's going to be NFT. I don't know yep. if you're in the mindset that every anything that's digital, that's a zero or one uh, will be an NFT at some point, right? And we're just playing in this new kind of conceptual space of identity and ownership, but uh, tell me a little bit more about your passions or possibilities, right? I love possibilities. I mean, that's why we yeah. listen to music, right? Good, good, good song. The greatest songs present with us possibilities as we listen to it. But tell me about like your, your your passions and possibilities when it comes to this NFT space and beyond, you know? Yeah. Well, I think at the end of the day, the first question you should ask yourself when you're, you're dropping an NFT collection is,
1: what kind of community am I trying to build, right? Right. So everybody's focused on the artwork and some of the other, you know, Artistic, more technical stuff, but it really at the, end of the day. It's, it should be like it should be boiled down to at a human level. Like, what is the community? What is the tribe? How how do I want to engage them and have them interact with one another? So, specifically in music, you know, it's like uh, like music has opportunity to take you back to when you went to a Tower record store. And you were able to peruse around and, and look at like the different like you know genres of music, and you could bump into other people in you know the chill section or the rock section that were like minded, like spirited. I think I think there's that real opportunity to do that with NFTs and online where you have fans, you know, engaging, maybe they're creating their own mixtapes and, and playlists mm. and they're battling against other other fans or you know that or or you know obviously concerts in the metaverse that's you know something that's starting to happen a little bit where you can go and actually meet your tribe from all over the world. W- why why go to just a concert at Staples Center here in LA, well it's not Sta- Staples Center anymore, it's crypto.com now, but go there and see a concert when you could actually go and see that artist with fans from all over, from Argentina, from London, wherever, you know? I, I think, you know, when you, when you engage in, in certainly a creative material, whether it's your favorite artist, TV show, it would be, I mean, it really you don't have that opportunity right now other than like Instagram and Facebook groups and stuff like that, but to really engage with those other fans in a meaningful way and all of a sudden, oh, wow, you ha- you have this artist that is maybe not that well-known. But you find ten other people that also like that artist, so you have that immediate bond with them, and then from there you realize, oh wait, I have four other things in common with you as well, and then you know that this this human connectivity really just has an opportunity to blossom. So I think I think you got to really like I get it, the technology and the money, and that's all sexy and fun, but I think you have to really look at a more human level. Like what it's I think the power of NFTs really is community building and how how yeah. to properly engage that. So that's that's really what I I try to focus on. Sometimes you get lost in a lot of this, like the technical talk and the, the financial stuff. But I think, I think at the core, what excited me, and that's why that NFT genius was my dream job, is really trying to figure out how to to, to properly monetize the, 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 these uh, these creative assets for these artists, but also to really engage community. I don't know, level up the experience. I mean, for, like your favorite show on Netflix. A lot of times you just go on there, stream it for a month, and then you leave the ecosystem. Well. If Netflix is smart, you're trying to use NFTs to like keep those fans engaged, where, wow, I'm, I'm going to continue to hang out and interact with those fans. There's there's other like there's gameplay mechanics. There's, you know, just like different staking mechanisms where you're going to be incentivized to stay in there and continue to interact with your community, share it on social media, engage and do fun stuff with that, you know, the content of that show. So I just I think you got to like think about those kind of things. And it's still this is this industry is so nascent. We're talking like I,
0: you hear all these things most of these things have not even been executed yet so right right i love it i love it john i'd love to uh you know kind of end us off here a little bit you know we're trying this new like uh micro speed podcasting i don't know if there's a term for it but it just might be i love podcast,
1: it right? it's my but, first micro um,
0: podcast i'm, I'm it. <laughs> awesome we'll have to hashtag it with that and see, <laughs> see if it flies i'm sure i'm sure it, the concept exists uh but um everyone around Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner has family members that are like artists, right? So take like the musician, you're a family or friend member. That's like a, a musician, a sculptor, a painter, all different types of artistry. And yeah. they were to come to you and say, John, you know, Hey, Merry Christmas. Um, I'm hearing you're in NFTs and I'm about to create some art or I'm about to create an album or some songs, you know, where should I go to, to make sure that I'm capitalizing, you know, on this, for me as an artist, as an NFT, um, what would you tell them to do? Like, what's the first step? So um, I, have uh, uh, I have a family member that's, that, that's a lead singer in a thrasher band. I have a sculptor artist. I have a, a painter friend. Um, what should they be doing so they're not missing out on, on this uh, revolution? Well, I, I, think, I think there's a couple things, honestly. I think it's listening to podcasts,
1: not only like yours, but other ones in the NFT space. So there's a lot. I, I host a podcast called NFT Heat. We bring on top thought leaders, a lot of great alpha there so Mm -hmm. i I think that's a great starting part we've had people from the music industry the art industry just all all different touch points of the nft value chain so i think that's a great way to just gain alpha i think also too i'm a linkedin guy so that's where i'm active i think i think there's a lot of value there going on linkedin engaging with the nft community there twitter obviously telegram discord not not so much. I, I, I but those are also good places for alpha. Sure. But I think it's just literally kind of engaging in those those mechanisms for alpha. And then I have a lot of conversations with people I meet on LinkedIn. So I think it's a lot of that too, just talking to people. It's, it's yeah. It, it, these are really basic things. You you have to simplify it honestly. Just start talking as many people as possible. Talk yeah. about what you're trying to do, and that'll sort of lead you down a path of the people that'll help you get to where you yeah. need to go. But at the end of the yeah. day, the people that are going to help you are the ones that just connect with you on a one to one human level. Yeah. That's yeah it. you gotta you gotta simplify i mean i'm telling you man yeah. we make life way too complicated man it, it, life the, the, the success is connecting with other humans on a real genuine level yeah. and then you're gonna crush it
0: yeah i love it i love it john this is great and just to kind of you know run a thread through that it's like a, it's, it's all about community and having the artist have that community mindset right Community about their hundred percent and for all that community about learning, right? You know, get into communities where you can learn and just shift that mindset. Which is sometimes the artist is a little introverted and you know, like I don't want to do. I just want to do my my stuff in the room, you know. So, (laughs) well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like like
1: not to keep this going because this is a micro podcast. But what I'm uh, something that's interesting in 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 entertainment here because I'm in L. A. Uh, most of the business managers agents still don't even understand NFTs. And then their artists are relying on them to educate them. So th- there's still a huge knowledge gap. But I think, honestly, if you're passionate, enthusiastic, just take it upon yourself. Because I-, yeah. I didn't know anything about NFTs a year ago, and now I'm considered a thought leader. So I am proof that you can literally become an expert in less than a year. If you're passionate, enthusiastic, just get after it. Because we're all starting at the same place. I, mean, I-, I only have like nine, 10-month head start on anybody else. So you can catch up quick. And I, I notice a lot of people from Amazon, Google, Microsoft, they're all reaching out to me now. They're they're jumping right. in the space. So smart minds, smart money's getting the space. It, it's, it's things are moving quick, but there's still tons of opportunity to tell you. Like there's a huge, huge knowledge gap and technical gap. There, there well, there's so many resources that are still needed in the space. So jump in now. It's still, it's still way early
0: and you're gonna be happy you did it. Awesome. Awesome. John, thank you so much. You're awesome. We really appreciate your thought leadership. Thanks for leading the charge here. Uh, you've inspired me. I think we'll probably turn this episode to an NFT and send it over to you. <laughs> <Listen> to <laughs> wow. a address. Anyway, happy Friday. I don't want to take any much longer. We'll link to your social links and everyone, if people don't in the NFT space don't know you by now, uh, they're sleeping. So John, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Cheers. All right. Cheers. cheers.